everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast, brought to you by our sponsors, Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Nick and Ivy Brewing. I am Rick Camp, alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski, and hey, on a Sunday we showed up. You know who didn't? (laughs) Your Chicago Bears. Your Chicago Bears. Dude, we'll get into it. I know know it's not a sports (laughs) podcast, but I think... Everyone listening to this podcast, watch the Bears a little bit, so you're going to get to hear us vent a little bit. Uh, before yeah. we do, make sure you're following us on all of our social medias at I'm Fat Pod. That is Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. We've got the fan page, the I'm Fat Podcast fans page on Facebook, which is great and super, super active, so make sure you jump on that. YouTube, youtube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast. Episodes drop every Tuesday on YouTube. We had a number of new subscriptions Nice. We're getting closer, but we still need more. So here's what we're asking. If you missed it last week, subscribe to our YouTube page. Then take a screenshot and email the screenshot to imfatpod at gmail.com. Once we hit 100, I'm going to or choose 1,000. 1,000. Thank you. Uh, I'm <laughs> going to choose two people for Ooh. a I'm Fat Podcast shirt of their choice from imfatmerch.com. And. Nice. A $100 gift card from our friends at Nick and Ivy Brewing. So two, wow. two winners. We got to get to 1,000. Before the show, I checked 866. That's not 1,000. It's not 1,000. So I think we had maybe like 20-some do it Sounds last week. Right. Listen, all we're asking you, you're on YouTube all day anyway. You're scrolling. You're watching videos, you know, whatever. You're watching. Your kids are watching some like eight-year-old unbox a toy. Grab your kid's computer and go like the I'm Fat podcast on there. You don't have yes. to watch anything. I mean, it'd be great if you did, but subscribing does not obligate you to watch. Speaking of that, make sure you subscribe uh, to the podcast as well, wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review, please, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That is a really easy way to help the show. But yes, let's let's start with, with the beloved Bears. Um, you know... More than the way the Bears played poorly, mm-hmm. if the Packers have another great quarterback, I'm fucking done. Like, I, <laughs> I, I I can't. Like, there's no way you get three in a row. Like, no. I'm sorry. That, that doesn't work that way. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. It's not fa- Like, that's not fair. And he, I don't think that he was spectacular by any means, but he was throwing the ball forward and not sideways. What a concept. Right. Jesus. And getting the ball out in a relatively decent time. Another foreign concept. And just, you know, leading receivers and participation. Like, I, I was thoroughly disappointed and shocked by how bad it looked and how disorienting it, it all was. But I, guess, I think I was lower on the Bears coming into the year. Like, people saying playoffs and all that stuff. I'm like, you've got to realize all these people that were brought in, who was this outside of DJ Moore? Who was the star? Nobody. No, there were no stars. No. Like maybe the, and Gakwe's a nice middle, pickup. 
I like the middle to bottom part of your roster got better, significantly better, but you still need dudes. Yeah. Like the second string got a lot better. Starters got a little bit better. That's the, that's the thing is like just how ineffective the offense looked was troubling. Yeah. Really. Yeah. You're, you're always a good barometer for me with uh, expectation. Like I always kind of see you on Twitter, like uh, you guys are talking a little bit crazy right now. And I think it's kind of natural, like a new season starts. And first of all, Aaron Rodgers is gone. So you feel like that thorns right. out of our side. So now it's time to get fat. But like, I don't know if it's a mental block with them with Green Bay or mm-hmm. or what it what it is, but it's it's ridiculous. Like you can like you can lose that game. Actually, you shouldn't lose that game. Man for man, the Bears are a better roster than that. I'm sorry. I think I they think, are. Like I think the, who are pa- the receivers. The Packers' defensive roster is significantly yeah, better than the Bears. They have Alexander, Sig- that's for sure. But like significantly, even with Rashawn Gary on a pitch count, like Rashawn Gary is an elite, maybe not elite, like top top tier, but like the just below elite, like he's right there, and and it's just like. The thing with Green Bay has been we have all this talent on defense, but our coordinator sucks, so he doesn't put them in the positions to succeed. So, like, their defensive talent is significantly better, and it's just, like, significantly more experienced. Like, that's part of it. But it's like, your secondary could be good, but when you have, like, zero pass rush, and they're having to cover every snap for, like, you know, up to four, five, six seconds, like, that's every defense is going to get exposed at that point yeah. you need pass rush and that's what they that's the one thing they did not go get this offseason maybe it wasn't there to be had but then that has to be baked into expectations of the most important part of a defense was not addressed well it's not until Ngakwe. it's also not even really just the it's not just a pass rush it's a d-line in general like yeah. it's it's just there's not like a name on that d-line like Ngakwe is the guy if you're a great defense that you mm-hmm. add as like a final piece. Absolutely. Well, and that's part of the reason he's bounced around from team to team. He's Alex because... Brown. He's Alex Brown at best. Yeah. And the thing is, like, Alex knew Alex was great because he knew his role. Yeah. The thing with Ngakwe that's always been the reason, like, oh, he's a really effective pass rusher, but why is he on a new team every year? Because if he's not the best pass rusher on a team, he's not that interested in staying. He that that's kind of been his MO. Yeah. Is that's his thing is he's got to be the dude. Well, he'll be happy or he, here or he can't be a rotational dude. He needs to be a dude getting all the snaps. So yeah, he's going to get all the snaps he can handle here, but it's, it's not good. No, it's not good. Well, God, it's one game and they won game one last year. And you know, I mean, a lot of weird things happened today, but here's my thing. Just let me before and we'll wrap this up. We'll get back to fatness in a second, but here's yes. my thing. And I want to qualify this by saying if the old line sucks, which it apparently does, all of this is moot. But so Getsy or Eberflus or both don't trust Fields to throw right. vertically. Mm-hmm. Okay. If that's the case, why do you trade the number one overall pick to go get a receiver that you targeted twice today where and then you don't throw to him at all? And you don't trust your quarterback. If you've got the number one overall pick, you take Bryce Young and you start the next generation of quarterback. Right. If you don't trust Justin Fields to do anything but throw screens, then why didn't you take a quarterback with that number one overall pick? 
or if you don't run the same offense as last year it wasn't really that good but it, it at least had some ability like it, it had the ability should you have had the personnel to be more vertical this wasn't that and there was all the a lot of the running was horizontal as well and some of their best run plays were when it was roshan or deontay foreman going north and south yeah and they rolled him out maybe once and he got mm-hmm. sacked because of a blown blocking assignment and they never did it again right <sighs> anyway what was your food what did you eat during the game <laughs> i uh i had ju- well actually no that was before the game During the game, I didn't really eat anything because I was still full from pregame because it is Sunday. Uh, It sure is. So in my world, that means donuts because Sam came up with this concept that no, uh, that, you know, Sam and I are are rolling out this concept Mm -hmm. that has clearly never been done with any type of food and associating it with a certain day (laughs) of the week. Never. So for us, it's, it's a uh, donut Sunday. Not not an actual donut ice cream sundae. Not yet. But that is a dozen donuts. Okay, of for the, the record. Of the donuts you've presented on the show so far, these yes. are the most visually appealing. That's for damn sure. And they are the most tastefully appealing nice. as well. So this is Bosa Donuts. It is at twenty five thirty six East Main Street in St. Charles. So because Sam is a saint. And it's her first time seeing me on like a a football Sunday. And I'm like, oh, I have to get back in the rhythm. I have like against the spread pools I need to put in my picks for. I have fantasy lineups I need to set. I like, and we, you know, we had a lazy morning. So it's like, oh, it's like 1030 and we want to think about donuts. Yeah. So like, oh, she's like, you know what? I will run and get them so you can get your stuff done before the games start. And came back with this glorious thing of donuts. She did well. Bosa. Respect. Yes, she did. So <laughs> we haven't tried all of these yet, obviously, because we're two people. And, and even with me being a fat, that's a lot to conquer. Yes. So of the things that I have had so far, as we're looking at the picture, if you're watching the YouTube, a couple of my favorites were the strawberry shortcake glaze Ooh! so on youtube there's the chocolate glaze clearly on the bottom of the picture then in the middle is the blueberry glaze Mm -hmm. which is also very good and then the strawberry shortcake glaze which is really just a strawberry glaze but you know strawberry shortcake sounds better man so compared to last week where i i believe i said like there wasn't enough like crunch on the outside of the donut just the donut in and of itself. Yeah. Bosa has that big time. That strawberry donut is borderline insane. Ooh. It is so good. Like just, it's not like hunks of strawberry in there, yeah. but it gets the essence of the flavor really well. The fruity pebbles donut, which is actually most of the time where I've seen like fruity pebbles on a donut, it's on a cake donut. This yeah. was a yeast donut. Okay. And it's with the white chocolate and then the fruity pebbles. And Sam had this thought, and I I actually tend to agree. Fruity pebbles, better as a topping than as a cereal in and of itself. Well, any sort of pebbles are going to just shred the top of your mouth open. Yes. That and like Captain Crunch. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you on that. Yeah, that those were fantastic. Still haven't touched that cinnamon toast crunch donut. That That's one looks gonna good have too. to happen. 
the old fashioned awesome the the butter and, and like none of these are like really out of this world for what you would expect yeah um flavor wise but it's just a really well done version of it the buttermilk is good it's a good but like for a buttermilk to really stand out it has to be like outstanding yeah it didn't stand out but it was really good really solid chocolate long john just like i think of the three places three three places that we've done for I think three for donut sunday yeah this is the best one so far okay what's the one on the on the left left hand side second from the bottom left hand side second from the bottom oh that's the old-fashioned but it also has a donut hole in the middle of oh, okay 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 so when sam was there she's like uh, the person that she was talking to was like yeah yesterday we were jammed but today they were pretty slow so she got a dozen donuts and then just i think because they they were slower than expected they threw in a couple extra donuts and some donut holes for just for free nice they must know so, about donut sunday yep oh of course so <laughs> the, so the people at bosa seem like like good people and just like easy you know like easygoing people yeah good service so 2536 east main street in st charles there's a you know, like a few different donut shops and stuff there see watching football and eating donuts <laughs> and one of sam's dogs is trying to get at the donuts there you go good dog yeah good dog that's so, awesome yeah so highly recommended and i am thoroughly enjoying donut sunday yeah it sounds like something up your alley that's for sure yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes definitely uh man i you know this was a week uh for me i i don't i don't know why i was like just so busy this week i didn't really everything i ate was like kind of junky fast food yeah. Um, which is not the worst thing in the world. So no. uh, I'm going to actually go back to last Sunday. We recorded on Saturday mm-hmm. uh, or Sunday morning, whatever it was last week. And so then Sunday night before Labor Day Monday, uh, me and Hope and Brian and Sarah were finally, I was, we were finally going to take them to Los Angeles. Nice. And so we are. Is one- that a double? I think that's a double. Oh, yeah. Brian, Sarah. Yep. You're right about that. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to Oak Brook. During the day, because Hope had to pick up her glasses at Warby Parker, we had some stuff to do. And then we went from from there to Los Angeles. So Oak Brook to Evergreen Park. Not the most convenient, but on the way home for us. And we're like two miles from Los Angeles. And I said to Hope, I go, you know, if I was Los Angeles, this is the weekend I would close and like regroup before football season and like maybe take a long weekend Mm-hmm. And sure enough, we pulled up and they were closed. So it's like, shit. So we had to make a, a plan B. So we mm-hmm. went to Nikki's of Beverly, which I've talked about before, which yeah. is 105th and Western. And I mean, I would rather have Los Angeles. Don't get me wrong. But this was great, too. Like, I love that place. And if you've not been there yet, get, make, make it a point to try Nikki's because everything there is fantastic. Like, usually I just get the Buffalo tenders. Mm-hmm. because they're just so good. Like yeah. a really good tender is hard to beat. It's got a crunchy outside, a meaty inside. The sauce is like hot and good and their fries are great. But this week I'm like, I'm just going to do something different. I want to try something different. I want to get the same thing again. So I just got their uh, cheeseburger and holy cow, like what a great burger. Awesome. Like soft brioche bun. Um, I got cheese, onion, uh, ketchup and lettuce and tomato on it. It was great. 
um, with the you know, side of the spicy curds, which are killer. It's got like a spicy batter on it. Ooh. And then Addie got the Euros. Mm-hmm. And I talked a while ago about uh, Semsem that plays Semsem and Tinley, which yeah. I love, and I love their Euros. I think Nikki's Euros are even better than Semsem. Like, I, I was just wow. stealing strips of meat off of her Euro. And you know, Euro meat is like kind of crispy, right? Like, mm-hmm. you get like the crispy edges. Oh, this was just perfectly done. Perfectly done Euro at Nikki's. Um, Hope got the Buffalo Tenders. Sarah got like a tuna poke bowl. Um, everybody loved what they got. Like it was so it was just such a good meal all around. Um, and what I love about Nikki's is her menu is so big mm-hmm. that like whatever your taste is that day, you're gonna find it. Like, do you want, like I said, tuna? Do you want uh Euros? Do you want wings? Do you want burger? Do you want pizza? Do you want like yeah. Uh, a ribeye steak sandwich, like whatever you have a taste for, they've got it at Nikki's, and it's it's all excellent. It's not the cheapest place in the world, like when you consider it's like a burger, hot dog, kind of a fast food kind sure. of a place. But I I never complain about paying for it because a the quality is fantastic, and b the the uh, portions are huge, so nice. you definitely get your money's worth. And they've also got like uh, tons of like craft beers there. And they've got a full uh, like ice cream bar. They have boozy like shakes, boozy milkshakes. Ooh, yeah, okay. it's an awesome place. Uh, I know I've talked about it before, but uh, Nikki's of Beverly, 105th and Western. It was just, it was great. It was like just, it was a fine consolation to mm-hmm. my favorite place being closed. I just felt so bad because we've been talking about Los Angeles for so long, and the only time Brian and Sarah had had it before was during COVID. Uh, bunch of people like got together and ordered it on my birthday and they went and picked it up and like surprised me with it brought it to my house and everybody had one at their house but yeah by that point driving from evergreen park to homewood is like 25 minutes and then he's got to go door to door so it's yeah. just not the same experience as getting it right out of the oven so what we'll the what we'll to find another time to go but uh mm-hmm. man nikki's was a was a nice backup plan i'll say that the way you described it of like, no matter what you have a, a taste for, they've got something. I know it's a different type of place and also different style of food, but that's like how I feel about Chuck's. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And maybe it, I'm thinking that because it's been too long since I've been to Chuck's and I need to get to Chuck's. I agree. Yeah. It's been too long. And now I'm not really near one anymore. I used to be when I was in Lamont, I was right there. And even mm-hmm. like Payless was a little bit closer. Now it's now it's a, a trek to get there. Yeah, but it's worth getting there. More on that coming up in our uh, Ask a Fat segment. Someone's got a question about uh, food worth traveling for, so we'll Ooh, get to that okay. for sure. Um, but yeah, Chuck's is great. Yeah, in the same kind of vein. Now it's it. You're right. It's a different kind of a place. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like because sometimes I go into Nikki's with no plan. Yeah, and I just look and I'm like, all right, what's gonna grab me? Like, what's the thing that's gonna? Okay, that's what I want today. You know, um, but I, everything I've had there has been better than the last. It's just, it's so damn good. So check it out. Nikki's on 105th and Western. Okay. This, this one that I have is a little concerning when I saw this. Uh Oh, a place that I enjoy. And I'm pretty certain this is true because, uh, (laughs) so we're going to roll with it. Go with it. Yeah. Noon whistle. Okay. A pretty well-known brewery in the burbs, especially the Western burbs. Uh, 800 East Roosevelt in Lombard. It's It used to be next door to the old Whirly Ball location, but sure. then it also just took over that Whirly Ball location as well. 
so they expanded. Uh, it's it's right next to uh, Fried Chicken Row, in uh, it's, <laughs> it's right behind Fried Chicken Row in that stretch of uh, of Roosevelt, where you have KFC, I think it's Brewsters and Popeyes, with the only thing separating them being a street, and I believe it's a Midas. <laughs> so it it's funny that all those are right there, but at Noon Whistle, and this made it to the fan page. So this is where I initially saw this and okay. tried to investigate further. An idea for, and here I, I have it pulled up, or I did. Nah, maybe I don't have it anymore. Where did that go? You asked. Okay. Yeah, well, I blew it. Either way, the combination in liquor form of Malort and Hidden Valley Ranch. Oh, yes, exact. Those are exactly my thoughts. I, my brain like couldn't process that. Yeah. No. I, no. That's a no like, for me. I want to be able to scroll up and, and find this, but that's something that doesn't make sense to me. Like some things I may not like it, but it at least makes some sense in a food form. And it's just not for me because there are plenty of things that are not for me. But that one just doesn't make sense, period. So if this is a real thing, might have to start questioning some of the decision making over at Noon Whistle. Well, no, I know sometimes they make these things like just to get in the news a little bit and to be talked sure. about. Um, like, wasn't there like a, somebody made a, like a mustard beer? I remember like a French's yeah. mustard beer and like. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Malort and Ranch. Right. Malort in general, and yeah. then add ranch. Okay, here it is. It looks like it's from their official page. Embrace the unexpected. No. Sip on hidden oh hidden alley malort shots. The malort infused with hidden valley ranch dressing. You'll either hate it or you'll really hate it. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, if it's if you're trying to come up with the grossest thing you can, then yes, that's very good. Yes, that's disgusting. Congratulations. Yes. And it looks like it's rimmed with uh, with Cool Ranch Doritos. Oh, no, I'm totally like, I don't know if there's a, a monetary uh, amount that could be given to me to try that. I mean, I'm sure there is. OK, but... at least it's they're owning it. Hidden Alley Malort shots are a delightful paradox. Sure. Yeah. But delightful is a word and probably not one that I would use. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. You know, what, you know what? You know what there are there? Bad words. Yeah. I think uh, the, here's a challenge too. Uh, somebody uh, on the I'm Fat Fans page, go to Noon Whistle and try this for us. Give us a full review. Take some pictures. Leave it on the uh, fan page yeah. and uh, we'll share it on the show because I'm not doing that. Nope. No. There's no way in I, I I don't I don't mind Malort like most people do, but like you, that my immediate thought is oh you, cool I'm gonna throw up. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, no, I'm not. That's not a. That's not what I'm seeking. Throwing up is not what I'm after. No. No. There I'm, are better ways to get to that point. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know who would never pull this crap, Rick Camp? Huh. Our friends at Nick and Ivy. This is true. In Lockport. They would never come out with a Malort Ranch beer. Because you know why? Meanwhile, meanwhile, Paul's like, 
cross that one out. <laughs> Damn it! Back to the drawing board. <laughs> <laughs> no, Paul, not. do not do this. They make beer that here's the concept. You're going to enjoy, enjoy, legitimately enjoy. It doesn't mean they don't get creative. It doesn't right. mean they don't take some risks. But they're calculated risks and saying, hey, you know what? These things sound good together, not mm. bad together. Interesting right. concept. <sighs> anyway, Nick and Ivy is at 1026 South State Street in Lockport. Family owned, small business. It's Paul. It's Chrissy running the place. And like I said, they make beer that everybody likes. Whether you are a beer connoisseur or a beer novice, they've got something that you will enjoy. And you are never, ever going to feel out of place or unwelcome at Nick and Ivy. In the sports, all the games will be on. In the music, there's live music every Tuesday, open mic every Friday and Saturday. It's a great place. Uh, I'm sorry, I got that wrong. Every Tuesday is open mic. Every Friday and Saturday is live music. I switched it, needed to reverse it. No food Did there. Did you put the thing down first? What thing? Put the thing down, flip it, and reverse it. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Yes, I did. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I good. did that, of course. I always do that. Um, they don't serve food, but it is surrounded by great food. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend Taco Heaven right there. It's right across the street. Grab that, bring it in, settle down, drink some nice cold beers, hang out with some awesome people. Nick and Ivy is the spot. Follow them on social media, Nick and Ivy Brewing on Facebook and Instagram. Their website is nickivybrewing.com. That's N-I-K-I-V-Y brewing.com again 1026 south state street in lockport illinois some people call it that you ever have people say illinois and you're like shut up it's a little cringy it is quite cringy it's quite cringy um all right uh i tried something new okay and uh i guess these have been out before and then they were discontinued and now they're back these are doritos late night Loaded taco chips. Hmm. I don't know how to tell you what it tastes like. (laughs) That's not a great sign. Well, like, there's a lot going on with Doritos, right? And none of them natural, right? It's powdered cheese. It's powdered ranch. It's powdered whatever. All I'll tell you is, if you see these, buy them. They're very, very good. Yeah, I saw them at Mariano's. I've seen them at the Jewels. They're they're not hard to find right now. I think they're they might be a limited run. Okay. Um, and then hope I haven't tried them yet, but she picked up the like pineapple jalapeno Doritos. So I'm gonna Ooh, try. I'm okay. still struggling with chips a little bit. Like it's still yeah. I'm getting there, but I'm very very delicate when I eat chips. I'm like, when I think you, I think delicate. Well, I usually just grab a fistful and shove them in my face, and then just. You know, I can't do that now or my mouth. And then will you bleed. get to the chips. <laughs> exactly. I just <laughs> shovel them in left and right. Uh, then I have chips. Um, yeah, but these are really good. The loaded late night uh, taco Doritos are excellent. Um, I, I just I wish I had a better way of describing the taste. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot going on. I think it's cheesy. I do think there's a hint of the ranch in there. Um, a little bit spicier than your typical Dorito, but not crazy spicy. Okay. I think they probably just took a bunch of their like standard flavors because there's like the nacho cheese and then there's the taco flavor and those are different. Mm-hmm. And I think they sprinkled some, I think it's, they just took everything and kind of put it together and it worked. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's damn good. I, I really enjoyed them. So check those out next time you're at the jewels. Interesting. Yeah, it's good. 
Okay. So I, yesterday, Sam and I are like, one of those where you're hungry, but you don't, you just don't have a taste for anything in particular. Yes. Yes. Been there. And what we ended up doing was make a great fucking decision. Oh, nice. Because we went. Well, we didn't go to. We picked up, or no, we... How long ago was this? (laughs) We had delivered. I don't even remember if... uh, Yeah, we had delivered Fredo's Culinary Kitchen. Oh, nice. Oh, no, it was an order online, and I think she picked it up. Something like that. It doesn't matter. Either way, Did you use the code, I'm fat 10? Or I'm fat to save 10%? Of course. Good. Good work. Who wouldn't? Idiots. Right. That's why I asked. So... I wanted to try something different. And I went for the chicken tenders from Fredo's. Yes, you did. And dude, with that with that whiskey barbecue sauce that yeah. is on the I'm Fat Burger. Mm-hmm. And your I'm Fat line of products at, <laughs> at Fredo's. Dude, you can see in the picture the size of those tenders. Yeah, those are big. They're not messing around. They are delicious. This is after like the drive from Fredo's to Sam's, which isn't which isn't that far. But like I'm telling you, my mouth is watering thinking about it because I love that barbecue sauce because it does give a little bit of twang along with like just like the strong like whiskey and barbecue. Yes. Like that marriage is just so good. And when you put it with good quality chicken. There's a concept. Yeah, right? It was like fantastic right up there with a vast like with any of these tenders that i've had so like if i'm make if i'm doing a podium of hey where are some of the best tenders that i can get in the area fredo's is going to be on there going to be on the podium it's going to be spraying the champagne around with whoever else because (laughs) i watch f1 and now when i think of a podium that's what i think of there you go but so those chicken tenders are fantastic. So if you if you've been to Fredo's and been going for a long time because we've been telling you to, one, good on you. Two, like this is another option you can try that we haven't been that we haven't been promoting before because neither of us have had the chicken tenders before now. So it's another great option. And in this picture as well, you see two sides that we got too. The tots, yep. which can't go wrong. Yeah, one you can't go wrong, like, and it's something so simple. You know that like there's zero chance Fredo's doesn't knock it out of the park. Yeah. So like that, and then like off to the side, like with the cheese too, like dip those tots and cheese. Ooh, like that's great. And then the garlic parm fries or garlic parm wedges. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> because we were thinking at first it was like. We were thinking Cajun bites, but then we were like, well, I don't know how those will travel. Yeah. You know, just because they're so light and airy that it's like, it's probably one of those where it's it like types of items that would lose the most and, and root. Yeah. So we're like, okay, let's go with, let's go with wedges. And with those wedges, we decided to go away from Cajun because we know what that tastes like and go for their garlic parm. And it's a very good garlic parm. So shocking to nobody and independent of the fact that they're a sponsor of the podcast uh all those items from fredo's were different from what i've had before and they're all delicious see here's a and it's not a problem but here's the thing with fredo's is 
everything there is so good mm-hmm. that like whatever you have first, you're gonna have every time. Yes, because you're gonna be like, oh, I, I need to go back for that again because I liked yep. it so much. So it's almost the same as I was sort of talking about with uh, with Nikki's. It's like you kind of have to force yourself to try something new, and then every time you do, you're like, okay, well now I have a new favorite here. Yep, and that's very much the experience at Fredo's. So uh, I think that that counts as a read, right? Six twenty eight yeah. South Roselle Road in Schaumburg, Fredo'sPizza.com, Fredo'sBakery.com. Follow them on Instagram at Fredo's Pizza at Fredo's Bakery. And again, if you're using that uh, Fredo'sPizza.com, place that order online and use the code I'm Fat, and you'll save ten percent every time you order. But yeah, um, that's the thing. Like you find these places that are so good, and then you find an item that's so good. And then you don't want to stray from it because why would you? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like it's okay. Well, this thing's perfect, so I'm not going to have anything else. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to have what I have every time. But yeah, Fredo's challenge yourself, change it up, try different stuff. Because every time I've tried something different, I've been super happy with what I've tried. Yep, I tried something new this time, and I might even force myself to try something new next time. Yeah. Just because, as you mentioned, I'm a creature of habit. Now I have options, so I feel spoiled, but there has to be more. There has to be more. Speaking of uh, chicken and speaking of barbecue, I have been seeing these ads uh, that B-Dubs has brought back the hot barbecue. Oh. And you know me. I'm not a um, barbecue wing guy. Right. Um, I typically will never do bar. Like, I'll do buffalo. I'll do lemon pepper. I'll do Cajun, but I'll never do. I like almost never order a barbecue wing. But the curiosity got the best of me this week, and it was the buy one, get one bonus day. So I went to the B-dubs there on Taylor Street, um, and it was actually like a good day because B-dubs, you never really know what you're going to get. But I'm like, hey, I need something spicy. I was feeling a little like allergy. Allergies have been awful lately. Yes. So I wanted to melt the allergens out of my head before I went to work. And uh, so I got that. And I got to say, have you had the hot, bar- the hot barbecue? Yeah. It's it's really good. It is really good. And it's not like overly barbecue Right. It is certainly bar. Like if I was to taste it, I would say that's barbecue, but not in the sense of like a sweet baby raised barbecue or like a typical barbecue, like a wing with barbecue sauce on it. It's much more of a balance between hot and barbecue. Yeah. It's almost like a Buffalo barbecue. Yeah. I really liked it. And I could certainly mm-hmm. see myself. Cause usually my go-to is at beat ups. I get the original Buffalo and then I'll either get the mango or it's almost always the mango, but sometimes if I'm feeling feisty, I'll get the wild mango Just mango. Um, yeah, but the the uh, the original buff. So this week I did the original buffalo and the uh, hot barbecue, okay. and it was damn good. It was yeah. really I was very impressed with it. So I hope they keep it around now that I've discovered it, uh, and I'm pleased to say a better experience. I would say the last the last four or five times I've gone, I would say like four of them have been really solid. There was one where I was like, oh, come on, like these are super tiny and. Don't give me nubbins and call it a deal. You know what I mean? But this time well, I... That I, one before, haven't you? Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> she knew before she married me. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, props to B-Dubs for being acceptable food for a week. Um, but, yes. yeah, the hot barbecue is good. I might, if they have a bottle of that, I might grab it. Because that, that seems like something I could use on a lot of stuff. 
Yeah, I think that's fair. It wasn't like personal. I would say, I would say what like what what made it not buffaloy was it wasn't so smoky. Mm-hmm. Yes, like barbecue sauce is more just typically smoky. This mm-hmm. had more of a like a buffalo heat to it with a little hint of barbecue, which I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was damn tasty. Nice. Yeah, um, a couple other things I want to mention too. This week, okay. um, I ha- I've been stopping at Seven Eleven on the way home from work. Yeah, remember Zingers? Yes, I got the uh, like the Twinkie version with the yellow mm-hmm. cake and the yellow cream and the yellow frosting. It's classic. A yellow cake zinger is a hundred times better than a Twinkie. You could not be more right. It's not even close. And you get three in a pack of zingers, and you get two Twinkies. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's going to like, I am going to have to start forcing myself to not go to 7 Eleven every day and get zingers because they really probably could not be worse for me. It's like all sugar and fat and lard and everything horrible for you. But Same. They're just so tasty. Holy cow, yes, those are. were good. So I got those. So check those out if you haven't or like revisit them because they're as good yeah. as they've ever been. Because we talked about this before. Like, I feel like a lot of hostess stuff has kind of changed Falling off the cliff. Yeah. Like the it's a little like drier now and it's not mm-hmm. quite the same. Zingers are just like they were when I was a kid. And I tried another place called Nikki's. So don't get confused this is why I'm separating it. Nikki V's. Hmm. This is on 110th and Pulaski. So right there, if you're familiar with the South Side, like other corner of like where Riley's daughter is, kind of mm-hmm. right there, it's in like a little little shack. Yeah. Um, and then there's another one on 159th Street in Oak Forest. I would say just east of Cicero, I believe ish. Mm-hmm. It's by that gun range. Um, so one of the Nikki V's one day, classic Vienna beef hot dog. And I said to the lady, don't judge me. I want two hot dogs with ketchup. And she goes, you know what? That's my order, too. So she got those. Didn't give me any guff for putting ketchup on my hot dog. And then the kicker, Hmm. fresh cut fries. Yes. Hell yes. I saw these and was like, oh, okay. Now we're cooking. And like, because a Vienna beef hot dog, you know, you've had it. Yes. It's great. It's wonderful. But there's not a huge shift in... uh, difference from place to place but yep. these fries were tremendous they were so good they claim on their sign in the oak forest one to have the best cheese fries in chicagoland so next time i go Ooh. i'm gonna add the cheese and try them but i'll tell you this the fries are excellent they're like very close to the penn station fries okay yeah so i don't know if they fresh... are, they're so good yeah i don't know if they fresh cut them in the back um, they have that look to them, like with the skin on them, and like they were excellent. So that's Nikki V's uh, one ten fifty five South Pulaski is the official address. Um, it was something else recently, so it's taken mm-hmm. new ownership and it's a lot better now, in my opinion, okay. than it was. But I think it was like Demon Dogs or something like that uh, before. I can't remember what it was called before. Mm. But Nikki V's, uh, I know that at least there's two: one hundred tenth and Pulaski and one hundred fifty ninth Street in Oak Forest. Try either of them. They're excellent. Okay, I messed up because I had something else this week, and I'm ashamed that I forgot about it when initially jotting down my stuff. You asked. Probably because I probably because I didn't take a picture of it, and my mm. memory, my short-term memory sucks. Yes. So when uh, when I mentioned that, hey, I'm going to be in like Hanover Park more often, 
the number one place that people told me to go to oh was the original nana's like vienna beef that type of just like exactly what you would imagine went there this week didn't take pictures because they put the fries wrapped in with the dog oh yeah so it kind of defeats the purpose of pictures sure but everything you want in a dog you get you get the crisp you get the fries in there too and they're and it was the natural cut fries that made me think of it because between sam and i we had a boatload of those fries they were fantastic uh she was able to get a chicken sandwich for her because she doesn't do beef or pork so they had a i know there was a varietal for her even at a place like that so good on them for having that available we each had a ton of fries i had two of the dogs and they were really really good how was so like the bun it all <laughs> the bun was really good i i forget to did I tell you that? Actually, I don't think I did, and I'm, I'm a total idiot for doing this. At the at the party, so at the party, the uh, no, you told me party. someone knows glamorous yeah. guy. Yeah, that was at the party. Yes, yes. Okay, I did tell you. Yes, that. Good. you told me. I'm all over the place now. <laughs> Either way, the bun at Nana's is really good. The bun, like I wouldn't say anything spectacular but like a really good bun quality dog high quality fries so yeah that is it's an option and i get i get that everybody's into it as much as they are and i will be frequenting and that's in uh hanover streamwood. park streamwood okay yeah it's right. 1102 east irving park road in streamwood east Park. All right, I'm gonna. I'm doing a lot of. I'm fat map updating tonight. I, I've been a little. Nice. Uh, if you can remember, send mm -hmm. me all the donut places that you've been, so I can make sure I put them all in there. So people send J donut places and nudes and nudes <laughs> there because you go. he wants blindness. Yes, okay. I want to inherit blindness. Uh, hey, guess where I was? Well, actually, I wasn't there this week. Hope was there this week. Hmm. Maz of Orland Park. So nice. she was waiting to pick up Addie and uh, like turned the car off, but like kept the radio on. Yeah. Uh, and then it wouldn't start. So like, what the hell? Car won't start. Car won't start. Uh, finally, it just starts. So, you know, we've had some issues with this battery that we bought at Walmart a year and a half ago, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I've taken it like to... O'Reilly Auto Parts or Advance, and they can like, oh, we're gonna check if your battery's healthy, and they put the little thing on, like, yeah, you're, you know, it's operating at full power. So, anyway, cars do for do for an oil change anyway. So I tell Hope like, just bring it in and just let them know, like, this is the CX five, like, let them know we're having issues with the battery. So they take a look at the battery and they go, yeah, this is not the right size battery. Like, this is too small for your car. Like, whatever they did at Walmart. They gave you the wrong thing. Um, so it was working, but you may have noticed, like, were your lights dim? Were, like, would it run out of juice, like, very quickly? Was there, mm -hmm. like, did it seem to lose power as it was trying to accelerate? And hopes, like, yes, like, all these things, like, it checks all those boxes. And are like, well, yeah, you didn't have the proper battery. So they put a new battery in. Proper battery, right? Mm -hmm. Change the oil, beautiful. Hope drives home. The check engine light comes on. So she calls them and she's like, 
what's the deal? I just left yesterday and now the check engine light's on. And I bring it right back in. Like we'll take we'll take you immediately and take care of it. So they do some investigating and are like, okay, like to run the diagnostic on what we think it might be is $180. However, because we put a new battery in, the car might be like overreacting to like the new voltage and like sure. kind of freaking out a little bit. So before we charge you for this and run a diagnostic, we might not need to run, give it mm-hmm. a couple days. And if the light, like we're going to clear out the, you know, they can clear out the code, the error yeah. code. We're going to clear that out. And then if within three, four days, it doesn't come back, you're good. So instead of like just saying like most car dealerships would be like, yeah, we got to run this diagnostic. It's 180 bucks. They're like, mm-hmm. let's just wait and see. Cause it could be this. You're not going to do any more damage to the car if there is something different. So just, you know, let's just wait and see. That's what I'm talking about with the service at Mazda Vorland Park. They're not trying to just complete the transaction. They're trying to take care of the customer. And if something comes up and it needs to be fixed, they'll fix it, which is why I'm willing to pay a little more to the Mm -hmm. dealer for the Mazda parts and all that stuff because I know they're going to do it right the one time. I trusted somebody else to do something. They and I don't know. I go to Walmart, say yeah. this is my car. Cool. Here's a battery you need. Great. Can you put it in for me? Yep. Put it in. Car starts. Great. What do That's I perfect. know? Right. I don't know anything. So the people at Mazda, they were, uh, they had our back. They made sure we were not charged for anything extra. They also like just found a coupon. Like by the way, we we're offering this. Do you have it? Oh no, I don't have it. Ah, that's right. We'll just apply it anyway. Didn't need to tell us that, but they did. Yeah. 8910 West 159th Street, 708-444-3200 is the number. Mazda of OrlandPark.com. I've got two Mazdas. I love them both. I got to get the other one in because I got that windshield crack. I got to get taken care of. Mm -hmm. But now, all of a sudden, the Hawks are ramping up. Like, everything starts next week. So, we're going to have to figure it out. But I'll get out there. I'll get out there soon enough. It's just a lot. It's a lot. Like, all of a sudden, they go from, like, nothing to do to like to full, like, yeah, like full on everything hockey now. And it's great because mm-hmm. this was the longest effing off season of my life. It was probably one of the longest seasons of your life, too, because that team was uh, ungood, as yeah. I understand. Well, like last year, we didn't even like really bother at CHGO like talking about the games themselves yeah. because they were so meaningless. Yeah. Like there were so few guys in a team that like, we're going to be there beyond that year that really mattered. So basically all we talked about was where are Kane and Taves going to get traded? If at all, who else is going to get traded and uh, what's their current draft lottery status? That was mm-hmm. like the whole season. So I can't wait yeah. to actually like talk about guys that matter this year. I'm really excited about it. So um, Tuesday, we're supposed to talk to uh, Danny Wirtz and Jamie Faulkner, which will be nice. Oh. And then uh, hopefully Chris Chelios next week will come on the show as well. Nice. And then uh, camp starts Wednesday. Wow. Cannot wait. So with that, is it time to ask the fats? It is. Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. It's been one week since my last confession. Okay, my son. What is your confession? I'm fat. Ask a fat, as always, is brought to you by our buddy, the newly colon cleansed Charlie the Bacon Guy. And here he is with this week's Bacon Report. Thanks, Jay. This week, we have maple pepper, sriracha, ranch, and French toast bacon. Mm. Bacon jams are the original, the bourbon, and the pineapple. Mm. Don't forget about all the fun merchandise we have to add on to your orders. 
have your coffee taste a little bit better with a coffee mug, put some stickers, jazz up your computer or your folders or your kids' folders for school, something like that. That would be fun. But we wanted to give a big happy birthday to Bacon the dog. He is, uh, I think, 11 now, um, and he's showing his age. So everybody say happy birthday to Bacon. Happy birthday. He's the only other male in the house, and I love him deeply for it. Thank you, Bacon. Happy birthday. For the Bacon Report, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. Well, unlike Bacon, Charlie has not stopped humping everything he runs into. Um, So, Charlie, (laughs) knock that off. Consent, please, my friend. If the dog can learn, you can too. Damn. All right, you heard it. You heard the man. You heard the flavors. That French toast bacon is legit. Get some of that. Here's how. CharlieTheBaconGuy at gmail.com, at CharlieTheBaconGuy on Instagram, at CZTheBaconGuy on Twitter. Reach out to him with any of those platforms, and he'll get in touch with you and begin the transaction. And I say this all the time, but I want to make sure to reiterate it. Get a big order together because the stuff freezes up beautifully. It keeps in your fridge for, what, 45 days and then in the Mm -hmm. freezer for, like, six months. So stock up, save on shipping, you know, place a big order, get some friends together, place a big order. If you order enough of something, if it's a flavor that wasn't offered in the uh, in the bacon report, if you order enough, he'll make you what you want. So let's say you love the ranch bacon or you love the jalapeno garlic or whatever. Say, hey, I'm willing to order five pounds of this. Can you make me that? Absolutely. Five pounds coming your way. So Charlie is flexible in that way. So get in touch with whatever your bacon needs are and he will get it to you. Lickety split. Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com. Charlie the Bacon Guy on Instagram and at CZ the Bacon Guy on Twitter. All right, we've got a pair of voicemails today. If you'd like to leave us one, the number is 708-858-3314. Hi, Jay and Rick. It's Grimace here, and I'm just letting you know that I just listened to your episode where you were discussing Quiznos, and it made me Google Quiznos. And just so you know, there are two Quiznos locations in the Chicago area. One is in Barrington. The other one is in Chicago on Division Street. So I don't know if that's close to your work for you or not. It's just kind of funny because when I Googled Quiznos, you know, Google gives you that list of, like, frequently asked questions. And the very first question was, why did so many Quiznos close? And I guess the answer had to do with, you know, the restaurant being poorly run and they said they went from, like, you know, 4,000 locations down to a couple hundred. So I don't know what to tell you, but uh, hopefully you can look into that. And, Rick, by the way, another taco recommendation if you're in the St. Charles area, right next to Syrup, there is a Mexican market called La Huerta. I would highly recommend getting tacos from there as well. They're high-quality tacos. They, I think they might have some other food that's good, too. I just haven't tried it yet. You might want to check it out. Thanks. All right. Okay, so if I remember right, La Huerta takes up some of the space of the failed second location of real-time sports in St. Charles. Oh, interesting. Over on, uh, off, just off of Randall Road. So... Yeah, like eons ago, it was like, oh, yeah, that was real-time sports for a short time, and then it went away. But the one in Elk Grove Village is still there. That one's pretty successful. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. La Huerta. That's Spanish for the Huerta. Yes, it know is. That. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right, try that. And Quiznos, so that's Division of Wells. So I just Google mapped it, and I street viewed it, and it's not like inside of a skyscraper, like where 
Like, mm. remember I was trying to find Popeyes a couple weeks ago, and I'm like, damn it, that's I can't get yeah. to that. I can't park anywhere. So, uh, all right, I will put Quiznos on the list. I, you know what, though? My mouth is healed enough. Chips are still a struggle, but it's time to go back to J.P. Graziano. I'm ready. My mouth is yeah. ready. My body is ready. <laughs> <laughs> I am ready to receive Graziano, so to speak. Take it easy, Jim, if you're listening. All right, we got one more voicemail here. You'll never guess who it's from. Hey, Pat, it's Jason and Oshkosh. My question is, if you remember the very first time you had Oreo, and it was fantastic, but shortly after that you tried a double-stuffed Oreo, and that became the standard of Oreo. You can't kind of – a regular Oreo is okay, but double-stuffed is pretty much the standard at this point. So recently I've had a Pop-Tart. And I think it's time that we've come up with the technology that Pop-Tarts should become double-stuffed. Oh, That would become the new standard. Now that I've had a Pop-Tart recently, it seems like it's just such a small little smear inside with some frosting on top that's not even frosting the entire Pop-Tart. If you double-stuff these, it will get so many more people back in Pop-Tarts and buying them as snacks and breakfast pastries, if you want to call it that, but... What do you guys think? Keep up the good work. Love the pod. Thanks. I like that idea. You know what you could do? Get two Pop-Tarts and put some zingers in between them. (laughs) And I get the defibrillator out. Um, Yeah, right? So I looked this up as uh, Jason was talking. The original Oreo. Mm -hmm. You want to guess when the original Oreo came out? Um, I had no idea. I feel like it's... I would say it's probably been a hot minute. I'll say... 1937. 1912. Okay. Is the original Oreo. The double stuff wow. launched in 1974. Wow. So I would say I don't remember my first Oreo. I, I mean, I was, I'm in a family of uh, people that love sweets. So, mm-hmm. I mean, probably as soon as I had teeth, I had Oreo. Yeah. Um, but I see, I, it's funny. I, I was surprised to see that that double stuff launched in 74 because I remember, at least to me, discovering double stuff was a thing. And I don't know if I just like as a kid saw hmm. a commercial or my mom bought them once or whatever. But to me, that was something new. Like it was the hmm. first time I had seen it maybe on TV or something. So I do remember having a double stuff. And yeah, my thought was, yeah, I'm never. Why would I ever have a regular Oreo again? Right. It's insane. There are more people than I thought that prefer the regular. Well, people are stupid, Rick. Yeah. But there are more wrong people for that reason than I thought. Yeah. I mean. But I don't remember my first Oreo or I feel like for me, double stuff was assumed. (laughs) Maybe. I I don't totally remember, though. Like, I'd be lying if I said I, I knew for sure, but... I feel like in the camp household, the double stuff was always the default Oreo. Well, it should be because it's great. I also yes. need to shout out uh, a cookie we don't talk about enough on this show, the Fudge Stripe. Mm. Yes. Fudge Stripe. Did those go up in price recently? Because I, I feel like they used to be one of the cheaper options. Now they are not. Well, so Hope got the Aldi equivalent and they were okay. as good as the Keebler, I thought. I okay. saw like very little difference, if any, between the two. Mm-hmm. So um, get them at Aldi if they're too if they're too much for you. That's what I yeah. would say. Okay. Um, but they're I figure they're called like 
fudge lines or they do something where yeah, they're called fudge stripes like anymore, that. but they're certainly, it's almost like the same exact box. They also have uh, Girl Scout cookies at uh, Aldi. Just, you know, they're bad. called like mint cookies or whatever. Yeah. So uh, Aldi's a good spot for snacks. They got good chips. They got good uh, cookies and stuff like that. Um, some of the other, I don't know. Yeah. You, get good, you know what Aldi's good for? That was like weird shit. Like they've got like yes. the the random aisle of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you find good like I got like tomato cages and like a a hose nozzle there. One I'm like all right, I need this stuff and it's cheap here, so I'll get it and it worked yeah. great. Uh, yeah, so that's good. All right, we got a couple uh, emails to get to as well, so let's get to ask a fat. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fats. Oh, by the way, Pop-Tarts, yes, yes. Stuff them with as much as you can. Yes. Favorite Pop-Tart, Rick? I've rotated. At certain points in time, it's been the s'more. Yeah. It's pretty hard to beat. And it's been like the strawberry frosted, too. Well, I know you told me I was like pinkies up bougie for the uh, brown sugar. Um, Yeah, true. (laughs) I I love that. I haven't been been lambasted for that one for a while. I think that the s'more... Did the s'more change the marshmallow... I haven't had it. Or maybe, my, I don't know, time. man. Maybe I'm just, maybe my taste buds are changing. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. You know what it is? It's all that trying new shit. Well, like marshmallows themselves taste the same to me. But okay. when I try like a marshmallow flavored thing or mm-hmm. it's just not, it tastes very chemically to me. Okay. So I don't know. I'll have to try them again. Oh, darn. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I would say those or the brown sugar cinnamon are my favorite. Uh, really, really good because the frosting on the brown sugar one, yeah, it's got that, that like, kind of the grainy crunch to it. Oh, delicious! Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, we just got a crumble cookies by us. Oh, congrats! Like, a mile from our house, so that's exciting. That's dangerous. Yes, absolutely. All right, first email here comes from our buddy Popcorn Andy. Uh, <laughs> it's a deep cut. <laughs> Go back listen to some past episodes for context. There, so it's so good. Andy says, "Hello, Fat Nation. Jay and Rick, you both do an amazing job with this podcast. Keep up the stellar work." As you know from my email in April, I'm a huge fan of Bill's Donuts in Dayton and a bigger fan of their churros. While on our last visit to Dayton, my wife and I made a regular visit to Bill's Donuts before our five-hour car ride back to the Chicago area. We ordered a dozen donuts to bring home. Then she ordered two cake donuts, one for each of us, and two apple fritters, one for each of us, for the drive home. Hell yeah. While waiting in line, the churros came out fresh and warm. I ordered 12, three for my son, at Dayton, three for my son at home and six for me. While driving home from Dayton, I realized my son had forgotten his churros in the car. When we arrived back home, my wife went to eat her apple fritter. Then she figured out I had eaten both apple fritters. Then she looked for a churro and figured out I had eaten all 12. <laughs> she asked me if I felt bad or guilty for eating everyone's food. I responded no. I didn't feel bad. Then said lucky it was only a five-hour drive. Have either of you eaten food that was meant for others? Andy, of course. Yes. <laughs> yes. 100%. Yes. yes, a thousand. I just told you how I was stealing Eddie's Euro meat off of her Euros. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, or like we've talked about, um, like, Stealing fries wasn't that in Addie's bracket? The like eating fries, eating for eating the car? someone else's fries in the bag and then giving them the lesser fries when you get to the house. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. we've all done that. Of Maybe course. not to that extreme. I like that he added a question just to get his just to get his email, and you don't have to do that. The story no. itself was great, it stood on its own. Yes, so 12 churros, 
and what six fritters two. or three fritters on the way home? Two fritters and he had twelve churros. He had twelve churros. That's that's a lot. That's a I lot. love churros, but that's a lot. Yeah, popcorn Andy. Well, I mean, you spread it over five hours, and it's basically a salad. You know, that's true. You got a carbo load for uh, yeah, for that kind of drive. Yeah. By the way, uh, I forgot to mention mm-hmm. this earlier. I t- was texting you yesterday. Yesterday, uh, we went to Great America. Uh, yeah. Because Addie, as you know, uh, when we went to Disney about a year ago, this time, she fell in love with roller coasters. So I was like, all right, you can handle the Disney coasters. Like you did Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, mm-hmm. like Guardians, like some intense, uh, even like the rock and roller coaster goes upside down. Yeah. So she did mm-hmm. some she did some intense stuff. So I'm like, all right, we're going to do this. So. I almost don't want to tell people about this because it was so great, but they do an event called Out at the Park, okay. which is, it's like a pride thing, but it's not, like, it's not, though. Like, it, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird. Like, it's, I guess it is just marketed to LGBTQ plus people, but anybody can come. Okay. But it's capped at, like, 5,000 people, and it's open from 8 p.m. to midnight. Nice. And... Those 5,000 people have the run of the whole park. Mm. So we get there. We're in line. Like, awesome time. And we get right in. We go, you know, walk in Great America. Go right. I'm like, there's a wizard. You want to go on it? I'm like, you want to start slow? Sure. Walk in. Get immediately on the first car. Do that. She's like, all right, that was fun. What's next? I'm like, there's the Viper. Let's get on the Viper. Mm -hmm. Right on the Viper. I think we waited for one car to go by before we can get on. And then, like, it started to get a little more crowded. But I think the longest we waited was, like, 15 minutes for a ride. Yeah. And we did everything. We did uh, Raging Bull, Superman, X-Force. Batman was closed. I was kind of bummed about that. Okay. We had the whole bumper car arena to ourselves. Nice. (laughs) So it was just me and her, just me chasing her down and ramming her into walls. Um, (laughs) Dark Knight, if you go to Great America, don't go on Dark Knight. It sucks. It's just, it just turns a bunch. That's the whole okay. ride. Um, what else? Have you seen the Superman one? Yeah, I've been on it. Yeah, that, awesome. that one. That one concerned me. It was intense. Well, <laughs> it concerned me because I think I only got three clicks. Oh, so it was funny. I as I was on that ride, my thought was, if this thing opens, I'm dead. Like I'm being oh, flung. Yeah. Uh, so I actually got home today, and I was like, how do roller coaster seats work mm-hmm. like what's the mechanism and like the old school ones are spring loaded okay. but the new ones like superman or whatever are hydraulic okay so it there is no actual like designated click it just goes oh. to a, a spot okay and it, it most of them have at least two so if one fails the other one holds it in place okay and i believe superman also has the buckle like, I don't remember. It's I think it does. Long. So I think there's like a crotch buckle too. So it's actually like a triple fail safe. Okay. I kept telling Addy, like, this place has been open since the 70s. Yeah. Like, they're in every ride we went on. They're like, put your hands up. We're going to check. Mm-hmm. And I saw that like, there were a couple that weren't done. They're like, okay, release car six. And they would release it and redo it. Like, they were very cautious. It was it was great. So she had a great time. But um, nice. I was, I was really proud of her because she, like, was a little bit intimidated, but then just did it anyway. Nice. And the more daring the roller coaster, the more she ended up liking it. Okay. So it was great. It was a good time, but highly recommend. I was just a little bummed that not all the food stations were open. Yeah. Like the funnel cake restaurant wasn't open. And I was kind of looking forward to like that kind of stuff, but they Mm -hmm. had some food. 
But a lot of the little side food places were closed. Anyway. Okay. All right, got a couple right. more emails. Sorry. Sorry yeah. for the sidebar. No, you're good. This one's from Chris and Joliet. Hi, Fats. Is the McDonald's soft serve ice cream cone the best deal in fast food sweet treats? It's obviously not the best ice cream out there. However, I had a hankering for some ice cream and found myself near McDonald's. I parked in the lot and fired up the app. Serendipitously, there was a deal for 40% off a regular cone. I placed the order and swung through the drive-thru to grab my cone. Total cost? A buck twenty-three. Nice. Even at a regular price of two dollars, I think a McDonald's cone is the deal that's hard to beat. What do you think, fellas? That's pretty good. And I will yeah. say, like, I started using the app. Mm-hmm. Use the app. The rewards like pile up like crazy. And what's cool is if you have your card plugged into the app, and you mm-hmm. like pull up and give them the drive-through number, you don't have to give them your card. It's like tied to your account. So like, okay, use your name, Jay. Oh, yeah, cool. I'm Jay. Okay, cool. Yeah, just drive up and we'll give you a receipt and give you your food. Um, mm-hmm. But the rewards pile up like crazy. But I, that's a good deal. I would say, though, I believe like the smallest Frosty is about that same price. Yeah. Um, And I would give a Frosty a heads up, a little bit of a lead over McDonald's soft serve. But it, that is a very good deal. I'm not going to I'm not going to pretend it's not like that is an outstanding yeah. deal. But I would really just say is. that the Frosty is a slightly better deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- it's probably apples to oranges, but that Culver's thing. And it's also one day a week and only at certain locations. So it's a couple of asterisks probably there of just like basically coming out to 250 a pint. Yeah. That's uh, that's kind of tough to beat. Oh, that's that's for sure. Um, but yeah, I would probably go. Fr- I would go Frosty, too, though. Anything else we're missing in that category, though, in terms of like not just good, but also like the value, like this is super cheap and worth I'm getting. I'm trying to think like a dilly bar at this point is probably too expensive to qualify. Yeah, it's probably I don't know exactly. Uh, that's pretty good. I think it's a pretty good one. Okay. Yeah. Right, good pick. Good pick. Uh, this one comes from Matt. He says, hey, Fats. I want to follow up on the email last week who wrote in about Station One Smokehouse in Plainfield. This is my go-to barbecue joint and wanted to point out that the owner was previously the executive chef at Green Street Smoked Meats. So this place is pretty legit. I would recommend to anyone who likes wings to give theirs a shot. They're crispy and smoky and the real kicker is their buffalo sauce. Instead of using a traditional mix of butter and hot sauce to make buffalo sauce, they use beef tallow instead of butter. It makes the wings so rich, and I don't know if I've ever had a better wing. So if anyone else is ever in the area, I couldn't recommend it enough. Again, that is Station One Smokehouse in Plainfield. All right, that's two recommendations for that place. And the beef tallow, by the way, that is also the secret of Fry the Coop. That's how they cook their their, uh, Mm. chicken tenders in beef tallow, and it just... It just puts it over the top there. It just makes it so much better. So that is a that is a good, good recommendation. Uh, okay. So reason I'm an idiot. Number. Part, 400, 200, 400, 200. There's another one. <laughs> 425,962. Yes. I read Beef Tallow and immediately thought of Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper singing it. <laughs> Sing it, Rick. We're, we're going to be in the tallow now. Yes. I know yes. you're referring to. I just want to hear you sing. Oh, I, I know that's what you were referring to, and that's why I didn't. Damn it. All right. <laughs> not going to give you the satisfaction, you ass. Yeah, whatever. You're a jerk. That's what he said. This one's from Ryan. Fats, 
Yes. Spaghetti versus penne pasta. Preference? Is there any justification for spaghetti's potential mess and difficulty to eat? To me, spaghetti is the best pasta. I love spaghetti. Really? Yeah, love it. Yep. Take your tube pasta and shove it. That doesn't that doesn't work as well for syllables for a song. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Take your tube pasta and sh- no, yeah. we're not going there because I'm way off key. As per usual, I can know that I'm off key. I just can't get back on key. That's why I failed. Cl- that's why I failed classes as as a music major. Well, there you go. Well, so what's your so you, you take penne over spaghetti? Yeah, I think so. All right. Fair enough. No, I, I love spaghetti. Spaghetti's make. I think I like it so much because I'm good at making it. Not that it's hard to make, but like I just and have it a makes knack great for sandwiches. <laughs> it does make great sandwiches. You're right. <laughs> uh, I just have a knack for like getting the noodles perfect. And I don't know. Like, yeah, it's because I'm a hope makes fun of me. I am like a if you give me a recipe, I will follow it to the T. Yeah, you're you take a baking philosophy to cooking. Yes, I do. Like, so, you know, I've been making like ramen lately. Mm-hmm. And it's like put two cups into the pot and then boil the water. I'm like, okay, so I get the measure. She's like, you're using a measuring cup. I go, yeah, it needs two cups. She was just fill it up to where you think it's gonna. I'm like, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, yeah. I'm doing it exactly as they say to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hasn't let me down yet. Yep. Anyway, all right, uh, a couple more here from Justin. He says, "What's up, my fellow heavies?" After hearing Jay say he would be there for opening day, if Pizza Hut ever decided to reopen a dine-in Pizza Hut. I looked it up, and it looks like they have opened several locations named Pizza Hut Classic, although there are two in Illinois that are about two hours away, which got me thinking, what are some foods worth taking a road trip for, and would a dine-in Pizza Hut Classic be one? Example, would you take a trip where the primary purpose was to go eat a Philly cheesesteak in Philly or a slice in New York, and so on? He also sent a link to the uh, Pizza Hut Classic locations, with, you, with which we appreciate. That's from Juan. Um trying to think living in chicago it's tough to say yes because everything we would want to like travel for is is here and done really well yeah i will say the cheesesteak one is interesting because i don't think i've had a proper philly cheesesteak i don't think i have i don't think i've had it the way that traditional philly people prepare it i know i haven't that's a good one um the muffaletta in New Orleans. Mm. Yeah, is, beignets at Cafe Du Monde are pretty great. Yeah, like those are a couple things that like places come close and they do it well, like really well. Like I'm very happy when I have their version, but it's not quite the same. I would say, Juan, that my thing is if I go like if I go somewhere coastal, I make sure I eat seafood. Because I just know it's going to be fresher and like the people there are, are, are more uh, like adept at preparing it. So I make sure like if I'm in the Carolinas or I'm in Florida or even like on the West Coast, like in California, I'm going to try to have some shrimp or lobster or whatever ocean fish just because I know yeah. I can't get it as fresh in Chicago. But I don't like leaving. I'm tr- Boy, I'm trying to think what that would be. I'm like, we have to go here to have this particular food. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, I live in Chicago. That's tough. Like, if I lived in like Indianapolis, I could see like, yeah, you have to go to Chicago to get the best pizza, right? Mm-hmm. But everything here is pretty damn good. I would like to go to Texas at some point for like legit brisket and like yeah, 
barbecue. Like there's fantastic options around here, but I would love to know, like, is there that much of a difference when you go there? It's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Or like, what is it? Franklin barbecue in, in Tennessee. I would love to try someday. Yes. Um. Yeah. 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 There are some spots that I think barbecue is a good one. Like when, mm-hmm. when something becomes like a regionally renowned thing mm-hmm. and to try all the different ones. Yes. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. Last one. This one's from Nathan. Hey guys, I'm originally from Iowa, but I know, but I now live in Texas. I wish I could try all the great local places in Chicago you guys recommend, but love hearing about them anyway and seeing pictures on the YouTube's reminder for everyone listening to subscribe. Yeah. That's from Nathan, not from us. Anyways, I don't have any Chicago recommendations. Uh, I was wondering, since Texas is known for barbecue, what is your favorite thing to order at a barbecue restaurant? The funny thing is I didn't proofread this before <laughs> with the last answer. Jay, you have been scaring me with all this wisdom mm-hmm. teeth talk. I'm now 27, not having had any issues, but I also was too lazy to get them out when I was a teenager. Let me address that first. Nathan, the reason I'm having issues is because I was told to have them out when I was a teenager and I'm now 45. Get them out now. If, you ha- if you're told they have to be taken out, get them out. Because I waited so long that it caused tons of complications. Like the bone in my neck, whatever. The bone in my jaw is yes. too dense. And they had to like literally like dig it, dig it, dig it out. So it was a way bigger process than it would have been had I just gone when they told me to go. The younger you are when you get it done, the easier the healing process is. So mm-hmm. go get it done. And whoever's listening, I don't care how old you are. If you have to get them out, the longer you wait, the harder it will be. There's my PSA. Jay Barker over here. Yes. <laughs> yes. Also, uh, my go-to barbecue order, if I'm trying a place for the first time, is usually pulled pork. Yeah, I go brisket, and I'll try and get mac and cheese and cornbread. Oh, well, yeah. Because yeah. there are very few... Barbecue places have bad either of those. Right. If I'm if I'm <laughs> able to get two meats at a decent price, then Hotlink is the other one because that's how you tell if a barbecue place is good if they take the time to have a good Hotlink. I like that your philosophy on that. I like that's mm-hmm. that's pre- you can tell if a place is legit based on their Hotlink. That is a that's a good call. Like, do they mail it in? Is it just like something that they got in the store, or did they spend right. time? Really getting it right. That's a great call by you. It's one of my favorite Rick Camp takes ever. It's not many. No, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Follow us on all of our social media at I'm Fat Pod, I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Check out Spotify or our Patreon if you like, and I'm Fat Merch.com as well. YouTube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast. Like all of our videos, sure, but make sure to subscribe, screenshot your subscription, and email it to imfatpod at gmail.com. Two winners will get prizes. This is good for you. We would like to get to 1,000 subscriptions because that helps us out monetarily. Also, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, and resubscribe to the regular podcast feed. And leave us those five-star reviews. We've had a few trickle in this week in terms of ratings. A couple reviews would be wonderful as well of the five-star variety. that We you know tip the old cap to those that are able to do that. 
And the best thing you can do is check out our sponsors. Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Nick and Ivy Brewing. So for Jay, I'm Rick, and this is the I'm Fat Podcast. 55 burgers, 55 fries, 55 tacos, 55 pies, 55 cokes, 100 tater tots, 100 pizzas, 100 tenders, 100 meatballs, 100 coffees, 55 wings, 55 shakes, 55 pancakes, 55 pasta, 55 peppers, and 155 taters.